Welcome to the Not Too Serious Podcast. On this week's episode, we discuss fear. We discuss um, fear, the rational versus the irrational, and we try to we discuss um, some of our own fears um, and try to summarize how fear can help us in life. What are some of your fears? And how would you characterize what fear is? We'd love to hear from you. Please send us an email to nottoseriouspodcast at gmail.com. Please enjoy. Thank you. Okay, on this week, um, we're going to have again my nephew and my son join us for this week's podcast welcome to you both aloha um ni hao um on this episode i thought we would talk about fear what is fear is it a manifestation of something real realistic or can it be something that's not realistic hmm? so People? let me ask you this let me ask you this i'm going to ask my son first okay what does fear mean to you what does fear mean to me mm-hmm. like a warning system right you fear the unknown unknown yeah people fear the unknown it's a human reaction. If you're walking down in the middle of the night through a forest and you hear it like something like that, right? Mm-hmm. You're scared because you're like, what the heck was that? Right. Right? If you hear a meow, you'll be like, okay, there's a cat nearby. It'll be fine. <laughs> if you hear that, you'll be more scared. It's like, where's the snake? Another question. All right? Some questions we fear and some questions we don't. So we fear questions at the end of the day. I'm scared of heights. Not really scared of heights, but my question is, what if I fall? That's an unknown. Hmm. So it's the fear of the unknown is what you're saying what fear is. Exactly. Fear is a natural response to something we don't know and we're unfamiliar with. We're familiar with it, but we're also unfamiliar with it. So, like, that's why, like, if you saw, like, a picture of this weird goblin-like creature, you won't be scared of it. You know it doesn't exist. It doesn't have any familiarity to you or whatever, right? But, like, other things, like, you ever see, like, a picture of, like, a really nostalgic yet scary, like, hallway or swimming pool or something like that? It kind of strikes a little bit of fear in you because there's a bit of recognition, but there's also a bit of unknown to it. So there's a mix. It's a mix of what you know and what you don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. So, um, when we talk about fear, you could have a physical response too, right? A physical response to fear. So, a person, a person's hair can go white. Yes. Right? From, from a fright. Yes. Or a person can get into sweats. They could be get like cold sweats. Yeah, people sometimes pee themselves. Oh, uh, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, there's a physical response. Also, I would think... Um, in addition to the physical, there's also the emotional and mental response. Yeah, I, think I, I think the mental and emotional kind of controls the physical. I think because if a person wasn't emotionally res- you know, responsive, then I don't think the physical would ever kick in. You're right. It's true. It's induced by st- stress as well. Yes, nephew, were you about to say something? Oh, no, I, I was saying that I think it's like a cycle, like a... What is it like a a feedback cycle, like emotional, physical, mental? They're all related to each other. So maybe you get physically hurt, and all of a sudden it stresses you out, and you start to feel sad, and you know. So it's basically like one thing can start the other two. Okay. Now. But I, my description of fear is a little different than his, though. Okay. Let's hear what your description of fear is. Okay. So. 
fear is obviously one of the two most dominating um uh one of the most two most dominating uh emotions aspects of human beings like uh humans have two most dominating uh, uh well, like parts to their parts to them which is like grief and fear those are the two things i think at least and fear is like a tug and tug uh, tug and what do you call it? tug of war like you know how like you're 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 pushing and pulling at the same time that's kind of like your body's reaction to something like so sometimes it exerts you to do something you wouldn't normally do unless you're exposed to it and other times it restricts you from doing something you would have done if you weren't exposed to it mm, that's interesting fear i think fear is a real thing obviously it's what uh, shapes the lives of people i think it directs them towards their future it guides their present and reminds them of how they should not really forget their past but learn from their past fear also is a lot yeah he like he said it's mostly the unknown because even though you feel it a lot of people have worries about the future or what's going to happen next or like something they don't know what, about what they can't control so yeah it's it's a response uh, like a, it's a response to a consequence like it's a response that someone may have to either avoid a consequence or uh, uh, avoid a danger a consequence like you do something wrong you earn a consequence a danger you see something or you hear something dangerous and you don't want to you don't want to be, be near it you don't want it to be near you like that so yeah so uh, that's 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 actually a very good point so fear can sometimes drive a person's decision making so a person may say, um, well, I mean, let's say a person is driving through a bad neighborhood or about to drive through a bad neighborhood that probably want to take a different route for fear that they would run into those yes. bad influences, um, whatever that may be, uh, whether it's a rough part of town or right. maybe there's um bad roads whatever yeah so they don't want their you know their fear will set in to say hey now is it being fear is it fearful or is it being just being cautious no i mean the fear of danger i think uh it's like a it's, it's like if you know some place is bad and you want to avoid it but still uh you're being cautious to avoid it but like if this person had no other choice but to go through there they would then start to feel a rush of like adrenaline almost because of their nervousness. Mm-hmm. So it's like a like the fear actually makes you have an, a response. You know, it's like a real response. That's your fear. That's your yeah. yeah. That's your fear. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that okay. Um, what about rational fear versus irrational fear? Okay. Fears can be both rational and, ir- and irrational. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. Son? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, someone, someone still might be like fearful of something that you might think is irrational, that they think is irrational, and you can't say that their fear is non-existent because they still fear whatever that is. But, right. But right. The, but that's the true. Thing is, uh, people might fear something that doesn't make sense. That's what you that, like. Uh, well, no. Well, I think I think the fact the, when you say. So it doesn't make sense. That's where you're call, calling it an irrational fear. Yeah. But I would I would say that the fear, where whether it be rational or irrational, is very subjective. It is subjective. It's yeah. subjective to the person who's experiencing the fear. That's true. Because they right? still experience it. Because what may be irrational to me may not be irrational mm-hmm. to you. Yes. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, it's subjective. So, okay, so understanding that, what, now you mentioned heights, you have fear of heights. Yeah. I don't know if that's an irrational fear. I think that's a very rational, I mean, I think there are many people that are afraid of heights. You could be, you could have a rational fear, but be irrationally afraid of it. Okay, so what is it about heights that you don't, that makes you fearful in an irrational way? I hate falling. Oh, so you do, so you know that you're not gonna fall, but you just—I hate falling. Like oh. I don't like falling. 
What do I, you I, do? I don't fall on a regular basis. In fact, I've learned how to not fall. Yes, yeah, It's very I, tough to knock me I over. I fell so much. I feel, I feel, I've fallen a lot of times. Yeah, but I don't fall a lot. But, it, but, so, I, but I'm scared of his falling. fear has a logical reasoning. He's afraid of heights because he's afraid of falling. The higher you are, the more likely you are to fall, especially in more constrained The higher areas. consequence it is for falling. Yeah. You're exposing yourself to a situation where you can hurt yourself real badly. So you're saying to me you would never skydive? Never skydive. Or bungee jump? Never. And those, those or, or even dive off of a diving board? Never. And th- those usually have a give people reactions inside of them more easily like like a height if someone was standing like a really high height they would feel something on the ledge something maybe some people don't there are some i'll get nervous not necessarily afraid but i'll get nervous on a stool everyone will feel feel something at least on a stool yeah Stool is like i mean a stool is like i get eight inches high i get i don't get i don't get afraid but i'll get a little bit like hmm. okay i should probably no, yeah. I think that might be something people won't agree on. Like to think that that's everyone feels that could, way. It could be rooted in something rational, but it can be irrational. I feel it, like that's it, irrational. It just might be his PTSD. I know it's irrational. It might just be his PTSD. There's no PTSD associated with it. I've never fallen off something ever. But I'm just saying, I just am afraid. Because I'm, like I said, it's unknown. I don't know what will happen. But yeah, you're right. It's it's mainly based on someone, how they view the world and their reality mm-hmm. a stool might be feel yeah. terrible to someone while another person might think staying on the stool is like eh, nothing it depends on how their lives are shaped at the point or how they view their surroundings i guess mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and and uh, have you ever dreamt of falling yes uh son you've yeah. never dreamt of falling. So then yeah. how can it really be a Because f- sometimes people it's not, it's not like subconsciously it's not, it will... Like, it doesn't plague my every thought and stuff. No, I'm it's not... like, su- if you ask me to go up that ladder, I probably won't. I'll probably say no. Okay, but... Okay, but usually... And I'm not going to go into dream interpretation, but... I've had usually, dreams. Usually, if someone is tense about something or someone is nervous about something and then goes to sleep, usually their dreams will have an unusual manifestation but right but i won't i don't dream i don't go to sleep worried about heights but that, that, okay. that that's not always accurate sometimes dreams mm. just happen for no reason i'll i'll have dreams i know like this is a common dream like i mean i've had dreams where like i've been chased i've had dreams where like my teeth fell out i've had dreams where yeah uh but you're not fearful of them yeah no i mean like are you afraid that you will dream these sort of thoughts before you go to bed? No, I'm just more tired. Oh, wait, I'm I too have tired a, to think about that uh, stuff. I have an extra description to add then. Because, like, when you're fe- fearful of something, you, you're, 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 like, you're, it looks scary to you or it feels scary to you. Mm-hmm. So, fear is like you're scared to do that thing or you're scared to be exposed to something. Mm-hmm. It looks scary to you. It feels scary to you. When you listen about it, it scares you. So, basically, it's something that scares you. Or you know that if you go near it, the consequence is definitely extremely scary. Something like that. Would you... Okay, so is it the idea that um, you're being told that something is scary and so because you're being told you're avoiding it? Yeah. Okay. That's one, but that's not always the case. Remember, okay, this is a TV show, but you've seen Lost, right? Lost? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great TV show. So I haven't seen it, but I know this. You haven't seen Lost? No, but I know it's one on thing uh, some streaming service. The, you know, you know that. I think button, it's on Amazon. You know Prime. that button they're not supposed to press. Yeah. But you know how that button did nothing. Mm-hmm. But everybody was afraid of pressing that button. Mm-hmm. It was what was it rooted in? Just hearsay, hearsay, hearsay. People were so afraid of touching this button. Eventually, when they touched the button, they realized well, it was nothing. But 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 that but that's like a collective historical. But like, that's still fear. Yeah, but b- b- people have been programmed to fear that one thing because of well, the, how it's been viewed in the past. Right, I don't disagree with you. I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But it still develops. Sometimes irrational fear, fears develop in people just because of something that kind of like had a domino effect. Or it could be they have a lasting fear because of hearsay. 
yeah, doesn't doesn't yeah, yeah, doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be true. It like, could be just a rumor, yeah, yeah. like you were saying in that that uh, show, where somebody may have said, "Oh, don't press this button; the island's going to blow up." Right. When in fact, spoiler alert, it actually does nothing. Yeah. Right. So, I think um, fear can be uh, can be found in many many um, aspects. Like there's so many different ways fear can be kind of hidden. It, it could be kind of a, almost an unspoken fear. That's true. You know, um, fear can be very deep-rooted. And then fear can be very superficial. That's right. Okay, so what what are some... Now, you said that you have a fear of height. Now, I don't, like as I said, I don't really feel that that's a irrational fear. But do you have any irrational fears that you could share, son? Losing? Um, how's that irrational? No, that's pretty rational. I think it's like irrational. How? No, but how is that? Okay, when you said losing, I want to know your thought process as to why you thought that was irrational. So the fear of losing, losing what? Losing your keys, losing a game, losing yeah, your place I in hate, life. I hate losing. Losing what? Like okay. I believe losing is a very in most vague in term. most scenarios, in most scenarios, right? Yeah. I believe you don't really lose, you either win or you learn, right? But sometimes, oh, that's a very good way of looking at it. Sometimes though, you can just lose. That's true. That's actually correct. You know what I mean? It's like, like a meeting dead ends. You know. Exactly. Sometimes you could just meet a dead end, and then you and don't know until exactly. Until what's next, I guess. Exactly. But, like, I somewhat fear that. Because I'm like, what do I do next? That's very specific, then. Your fear of losing to a point where there is no return. Right. Like, 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 like I said, from every, most 99% of losses, quote-unquote, you can learn something from it, right? Okay, if I just did this thing differently. But there are times where you lose, or just, yeah, you just... There was nothing you could have done there. You know, I was completely out of your control. You just lost. It's true. Sometimes Speak that happens. Sometimes there's no lesson. You just right. lost. Yeah. And that's something that I fear. Of of just losing for nothing? Just losing for nothing. Like, what was it worth mm. on the other day? I guess, yeah. It could be also monetary, too. Of course it could be monetary. <laughs> you still owe him the money. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about that. Yes, he is. No, no, no. I'm nudging you on no, that. No, I learned. I learned. My uh, nephew. I learned not nephew to. Nephew caught on that. Learned not to trust you. Because <laughs> you no. just moved okay, the Anyways. No, but you know, also, remember, okay, on my anniversary, our our wedding anniversary, my wife and I's, our son took us to a very, kind of a, well, a very fancy uh, lunch brunch kind of a meal. And it was um, fairly expensive. And for some, <laughs> some reason, I miscalculated the tip. And my son ended up tipping the waiter $50. Wow. Yeah. So that is a fear of mine now. That anytime I go to a restaurant, I make sure that I tip correctly. I also went the other way too, <laughs> where we went to another restaurant and I tipped 1%. Oh, no. 1%. And it wasn't until after my son said, Dad, do you realize what you just tipped? And I said, I tipped, you know, like 10%. Usually, okay, if the person is doing a good job, just doing the basic stuff, I tip 10%. If the person is doing, okay, a, a little above average, I'll tip 15. If a person is going above and beyond, I'll tip 20. I've done that. But never have I ever tipped 1%. I think what happened was when they gave me the, you know, that little handheld um, computer uh, register, and when they ask you to press the tip, I was going to do 10 and instead, I did one, and the zero didn't register, and I just said okay. 
I just accepted everything, and then out came like a dollar twenty of a tip, which was crazy. I mean, you know, I it wouldn't mean, have been a dollar twenty; would have been much less than that. So no, it was, it was about a dollar twenty, as opposed to twelve dollars. No, that would have been a hundred and twenty dollar. So you mentioned no. meal then. It was one percent. Well, yeah, maybe. So, so you mentioned. Yeah, it was like sixty cents or something, probably. Probably less than that, even. Because again, that would have been sixty dollars that food. No. It was it was very yeah. very embarrassing. You you mentioned two things then, because the first thing you said was, based on hearsay, people have fears. So like children that are very gullible to situations, and you can trick their minds, will believe anything you say. Yes, so they I know. they end up fearing things as when they're older because of what they heard when they're younger. But adults, like you said yourself, uh, end up having new fears added onto their life as they go throughout the years because of experience. Yeah. Because of life experience, yeah, and um, it's it's very true. Like, I never had that fear until those. I mean, in restaurants, I I always I'm so careful now with tipping because you can really mess it up both ways. <laughs> you can go to both extremes, so you just have to be very careful. At least I have to be very careful. You know, uh, you know they say they say. Uh, Smart people learn from their mistakes, but wise people learn from the mistakes of others. So be wise and learn from my mistakes then. Yes, that's everybody listening to you. Yes, yes. Um, would you say that that's a irrational fear or a rational that's fear? That's rational. That's rational. Yeah, yeah, that's rational. Um, what about you, nephew? What other, what fears do you have? Fears I have. Rational yeah. or um, let's let's start with uh, irrational. Irrational. Okay. All right. Okay. I'll say one of the mine. Uh, so I'm claustrophobic. Okay. That's not the irrational fear, but the the fear is when I'm in closed or tight spaces that something will close down on me randomly and will just like I won't be able to get out. That's that's. So in a tight tight. Um, yeah, because close uh, quarters. Yeah. So obviously that's something that probably will never happen hopefully that does not happen but like so i'm thinking like that would be considered an irrational fear but here's like another one that's probably more irrational so one of my big things is uh uh i guess uh um if i have like a dream right if i have like a goal or a dream something that i really wish for because I have like one specific dream that I really, really wish for, but like, it doesn't constitute like, and uh, like for me, so like a faithful person, you live this life, you die, you, you come back again, you know, the afterlife and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, so someone who believes in that, like me, I'm hoping for something after death, but I'm not really sure the way I, I die is pleasing to God. So I'm cons like I'm fearful of what will happen after I die, which I I don't think it is irrational if I if I if I don't look at it properly, I guess. Oh well, yeah, I mean absolutely. If it's not looked at the right way, then I think it does become a very irrational fear. Yes, yes. But but your premise I think is rational, because a person who fears what would happen in the afterlife. I think that's a very rational fear because that, that's something that I think many people are afraid. I mean, I don't know if everyone is afraid of death. Right. Some people aren't, but the that and that and that's the fear of the unknown, yeah, right? That's, that's the fear of yeah. the unknown. Yeah. So I I would consider that not irrational, but I would consider that to be a rational fear because it's logical. There's some thought behind it. Right. Um, yeah, no. And and what about uh uh what did I say? Um rational? Rational? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh so well, Actually, you just kind of described a couple of rational fears. I guess. I mean, yeah. I did said one of them, which was claustrophobic. I'm claustrophobic. Mm -hmm. Uh I think spiders look very scary. I'm always afraid that they'll harm me. So I've always been really afraid of spiders. Even the small ones? I've always been afraid of all spiders. Just how they look, how they look is very scary. I don't want them to touch me. I don't want them near me. I'm really afraid of spiders, but specifically tarantulas look the most scariest mm. to me. They look big. They look like they can harm you. Uh, so I'm really afraid of spiders. A lot of people keep them as pets. 
yeah, I, I, I can't visit whoever keeps them as pets. Yeah, I know. Um, I don't know how they, how they do it myself, but I don't think I, I do not like spiders, but I don't think I have a irrational fear of them. I don't think so. I don't think I would, um, I mean, if I see a spider, if it's crawling on the wall, <laughs> I think yeah. I just let it crawl because yeah. it's not doing anything to me. I I never but in the past I would always make sure that I know where that spider is. If I see a spider, I'll make sure I keep my eyes on it until I get a good enough angle to either <laughs> kill, kill it, it, kill it, yeah, to basically kill it, yeah, or maybe uh, shove it out the window, yeah, something like that. My other no. thing would be uh, like I've always hated darkness like if the room was if suddenly i woke up in the middle of the night and i didn't see any light around me i'd be really afraid because i don't want to some people actually go to sleep in pitch darkness yeah my sister does that i feel like that's just unsafe see i always have i always have a hallway light on at home i always have like some light on i don't sleep in darkness i never do that Mm -hmm. so my my i guess my rational fear is i don't i'm afraid of well is it considered irrational afraid of going blind Afraid of like not being able that's to see. That's irrational. If that's like afraid of be, being afraid of going from. blind, I think is irrational because I don't think people just go blind. Yeah. I mean, they can. You know, you but, can't just go to sleep and one day don't. you wake up and you're blind. That's not yeah. Impossible. That's not rational. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's one then. Yeah. Yeah. But, but uh, being afraid of the dark, I don't think is irrational. No, I'm not like personally. But what? But thinking that you'll be blind I'm, that's irrational i'm not afraid of the dark i'm just afraid of not being able to see in the dark like that like i'm a, you know your eyes will adjust your pupils will get nice and I big know, and then you can you can see yeah but not as much as you can in light that's why i don't like the dark so do you sleep with uh, like some illumination a hallway light a lot of light basically i sleep with a lot of light as long as it's not directly above me like it will be from outside the doorway Oh, I see. Yeah. So indirect light. Indirect light, yeah. yeah. Okay. Not a light shining in your face. No, no. I uh, can't sleep like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, I would say my largest fear is anything really that flies, particularly insects, bees. I get very irritated. Um when I see a fly flying in a room, I get very irritated. It's irrational. Um, yeah, that's an... It's, it's not irrational. a fear. It's just irrational no, anger. No, with bees, you're okay, irrational. Okay, but hang on, hang on. Let me finish what I'm trying to say. So, with flies, I know they cannot hurt me, so it's I'm not afraid of them. I'm just irritated by them. But with bees, I hate bees. I will run almost to the point of hurting myself if I see a bee. Um, Maybe a couple of weeks ago, I had done some grocery shopping. And for whatever reason, that day, I must have been covered in pollen because everywhere I went, bees seemed to follow me. I don't know why. It drove me crazy. And so I would take, I would go with the grocery shopping cart up to the car and there would be two or three bees around me and i'd have to just wail away you know at at my you know taking my baseball cap off my head and just start wailing away and i look like a crazy person in the parking lot and people must be wondering what is this guy doing (laughs) so yes um i have a real fear of bees stinging me in particular and I mean, I don't know if that's irrational because the fear is coming from a very rational place. It's coming from a rational place, but you go about it very irrationally. I've been stung several times in my life as a child. Why have you been stung? Because you... No, 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 no. Not at all. Not at all. I once stepped on a bee barefoot. Okay, well, that was on you. Well, I mean, I, I was a child. I mean, I was not doing it on purpose. I was not doing a dare or anything. It just happened to be sitting on the on the uh, uh, my parents' balcony, and I happened to just be barefoot and step on it. And it was in a 
uh, it was camouflaged, kind of under a carpeting setting. So I didn't see it. It, it. it didn't. I didn't see it. It wasn't like a gray concrete, and then you see a bee. Obviously, I wouldn't have stepped on it then. So I, I all I, I heard this bzzz, and then pain in my, in my, in my foot. Um, another time where I was at my uncle's place, and my uncle told us, "Listen, there are bees out there. Be careful." And as a child, I didn't pay any attention. I just went on the swing set. I started swinging. And as I started to swing, there was a bee landed right underneath my eye. And it stung me right underneath my eye. And as I was, I, I ran, I was running to the house. And as I ran to the house, that very same bee, it wasn't a bee, actually. It was a hornet. It was a yellow jacket. Because... Hornets and yellow jackets, they can sting you multiple times oh. and not die. Oh, They're really, really mean insects. And so that, that, that hornet or yellow jacket that stung me underneath my left eye proceeded to sting me on my left arm and my left index finger. And everything swelled up. I was about maybe 9 or 10 years old. And, um, yeah, so I, I never, ever, ever wanted to feel that experience again. It was, it was a terrible experience. So because of that fear, that's why. Well, why did the bee sting you? Because you're, do you, you know why you didn't yeah, sting? that, okay, no. I was just on a swing and I was right. just swinging. I yeah, wasn't doing the, anything. No, 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 that I wasn't thing. disturbing anybody. You being a herky-jerky, right? That's why I, I herky jerked only after it stung me no, the no, first no. time. No, no, no. When you swing, you're going rapid wait, speed wait, you back said, and forth. You said it was a yellow jacket. So, mm -hmm. but then why are you hating on its cousin, the bee? Well, because I know what if I I know what a yellow jacket sting feels like or a hornet feels sting. I don't want to be, and I have been stung by a bee on my foot. Oh, okay. But that that first time was, it was probably trying to save its life as you killed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, it's a defense it's like, mechanism, no. right? It's like, no, <laughs> this foot is coming on me, and you know, dies. That's, you know, yeah. I mean, listen, I, I, I apologize to the bee, <laughs> but really, it's honestly, very, it's, it's, you know, it's uh, kill or be killed. No, 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 no. Listen, 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 listen. I, I hate no, no, bees. No, no, no. You, it's, it's irrational. It's still being hated it's, it's on. It's coming from a <laughs> rational place, <laughs> mm -hmm. but you go about it so irrationally that I cannot call it anything but an irrational. Well, fear. okay. What would be a rational response? Be like, okay, you're scared of bees. Okay, fine. You'll like walk away. You'll get nervous. Okay, fine. You will do break dances in the parking lot. To get rid of this bee. Yes. You'll scream. You'll get no, rid of this I, bee. No, I won't scream. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. I'll do that. Do that. But I heard you go like that. But if you do that, it'll most likely sting you again. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I've that's never... I but, always say. But I have to say, um, knock on wood or plastic, whatever this table is, um, I haven't been stung since... Those days, those early days. This is, is rare. It's not like oh, a thing, like everyday good. occurrence, getting stung by a bee. Unless you're a now, bear. Now, remember we barbecued the other day? Yeah. There's tons of bees that day. There are tons of bees. Look, I don't know where these look, bees look, came look. from. I don't feel, I'm not like, oh, it's a bee. It's my friend. No, like, I don't, I'm not. I mean, flies I'm irritated by, but I, I get it. If you actually, if you're barbecuing, somehow the flies will They're come. They're annoying. They're not, yeah, they're you're annoying. not afraid of them. You're annoyed by them. But, but, but bees, why are we getting bees? I don't understand that. So that was very odd. You saw a bee laying on the grill, right? Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> sight. So I'm, I'm, what, what happened was is that I was grilling. I can't remember what I was grilling. Oh, I was grilling. It was either. A hot think, dog probably. No, no. It was corn. Corn. It was corn. Okay. Yeah. I was grilling corn on the grill and this bee started to fly around me and i went Bleh! and i you know you know in my normal reaction <laughs> yes yes and i i threw my hat at it and the bee fell into the grill and it just went like a little like it, it went up like it. a little cinder you know like a little flame <laughs> so it died a very flamey death and i felt so good it was like <laughs> 
vengeance against every bee that was bother bothering me that day. It was crazy. There must have been about, you know, I don't know how many bees. I mean, there are all sorts of bees everywhere. They're like all over the, what do you call it? The, all the styrofoam boxes and everything. It was just <laughs> terrible. It's a bee movie. The bee movie. <laughs> yellow, black, yellow, black, yellow, black. Oh, black and yellow. Let's shake it up a little. Yeah. The uh, Boom Bee movie. I hate bees. I don't like bees either. I don't like bees. No, but I, I love I what they do for society. Society. Oh, you know what? If taxes. there were no bees. Not society. The, you mean the, the environment, not society. What did what I did say? They do for, you said society. <laughs> he does it, they do it oh, it's, good, it's good for the ecosystem. It's good for the ecosystem. We should, we should pay bee taxes. <laughs> bee taxes, society. They, no, it's they, good for the ecosystem. If, if there were no bees... The Ecos legislation. E e ecosystem would collapse. Of course. So I appreciate what bees do. I just, I just hate bees. You admire because of my fear for them. So uh, a rash. I don't know if you call it rational. Um. But I, I don't know if I'm afraid of heights, but I definitely don't like heights. <laughs> Because I've been in situations where, um, like at the Grand Canyon, mm. you know, there's a, if you go to the Grand Canyon, um, I don't know how many miles deep the canyon is, it's, but it's, it's very deep. It's far enough to kill you. Oh, for sure. And there's a platform that you can visit where the platform is just all glass. It's pure glass. Oh, yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I remember going there uh, with my wife. And as we were going to this platform, I was holding on to the railing. I was holding on to the railing thinking that I would fall. Now, that's irrational, <laughs> I think. Because you're obviously not going to fall because you're on this huge platform. And there's several people there too. So it's not like, you know, it's going to crack or anything. It was um, uh, that, uh, that act of holding onto the rail with such tension, that I would say is an irrational fear. Okay. So all of us, our fears are based on what could happen but might not actually happen. Right. Or what already has happened. I'd uh, say irrational. And can fear. happen again. And can happen again. I think, I think irrational is what could you may think will happen, but, but will, will never, never happen. happen. Yeah, that's irrational. That's irrational. But rational is like based on what already has happened and you might repeat it yeah. or it might happen again. Yeah. I know a person. I know a person, right? Is or what it, most likely will happen. I know a person. This mm -hmm. is an irrational fear. Terrified of any body of water because she's scared of whales. Like she won't Any body of water, so she won't, she won't swim in a lake. There's like a swimming pool, but she won't swim in a lake because she's there's scared no, a whale will come. There, yeah. You Somehow. know, there's no whales in lakes. I'm right? aware that, that I know more, but I'm I don't know about her. Yeah, that that's irrational. That's irrational. She's terrified. That's, like if you're near a body of water and you mention whales, she'll run the other way. That's she's because like, that's like here. illogical reasoning. Yeah, that's on top of irrational. Like if you're in a river, like a little small body of water, obviously not. That might be a little. Lake. That might be a little more than irrational because because it doesn't even make any sense. Irrational might be like if you're standing on a ledge and you think someone's going to push you. No one's going to push you. Well, hopefully no one pushes you. No, but that's still. I mean, you know, like you know, like when you're driving, or if you're doing something and you have like these really terrible thoughts. <laughs> you're talking about yes. right? Yeah. yeah. What terrible thoughts would you have when you're driving? I mean, sometimes like. These are like things that like it's psychology says that if you don't have these thoughts, you're actually a psychopath, right? Like the, the sign of uh, sociopathic behavior where like, for example, if you're driving, right? And you have like the thought, or, you know, if I just go like that, I could kill like 11 people. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a, is that a fear? It's not a fear, but it's just like a, those are just those thoughts. thoughts that run through your mind. But, uh, like, but is that a why fear? Am I like this? I mean, it's kind of like a fear because you're like, why you do seriously I seriously think you're going to hit people? No, 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 no. It's like, if I go like that, I could hit, let's kill some people. 
And then now I'm like tempted to do it, and I'm like, why? Am no, I? you're not. No, it's a very. Don't say you're tempted. Thing. It's a thing. It's no, a thing. no, ladies and gentlemen, he doesn't mean that. No, 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 no. These thoughts cross your mind. Thoughts cross my mind. Like I'm gonna do it. But you, you but as like, a person, know that it's wrong. Exactly. And you won't do but just in your like, well, let me just do that. Because uh, you're curious almost. Okay. <laughs> but like, Did you know? it's, in, it's in psychology. It's like psychotic. Not to have those thoughts. Because it, most likely, if you're not having those thoughts, you're actually just acting on them. Yeah, you know, apparently, if you're diagnosed with uh, mental depression in Korea, South Korea, or you are not allowed to get a driver's license. Because they won't let someone who might not be mentally stable in behind the driver's seat. It's interesting. So that's a fear-driven thing. But yeah, so society so will that, not allow So that, to, to keep the society safe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Correct. Very interesting. Well, you can now you said that you said my son, you said that you have a fear of heights. Well, okay, I have a fear of falling. Okay, so let me ask you this question: mm. What if Musk calls you? Elon Musk. Elon Musk. He calls you and says, "Hey, mm-hmm. I got a special deal for you." Okay. I'm gonna have an all-expense-paid trip for you to Mars or something. To Mars, yeah. On the latest X space, whatever voyage, mm-hmm. I'll do it. You would do it. No, I would do it. Okay. How, how long would it take? It would take maybe about five years. No, I have plans. No, but let's say I don't have plans. as as Musk as <laughs> Musk as Musk. I will say to you, there is. All sorts of things to do on Mars. No, I don't care. We've made all the arrangements. I have no. Interest. You have. You have all the photography, all of the, uh, all of the entertainment, all of the arts, all no of interest. the sports. But why? Uh, sports on Mars. No, you I can go to a Blue Jays game on Mars. No, you you can watch a Blue Jays no, game. I, why on would Mars. I do this all by myself? I didn't say you were by yourself. Who's with me? What did I say? You were by yourself. I'm just saying that you were part of a team. No, no I don't want. I don't uh, know these people. You're right. We should at least give you ET. So, I, okay, years. hang on a second. Are you saying no because you're scared? No, I'm saying no because I have no interest in going to Mars. If I you sent me to Mars for free, I'd be like, I'm good. I, I would I say care. yes. That's what I'm saying. I'm, no, saying I'm good. I don't want to go to Mars. Why would I want to go to Mars? I would say yes, only because I've, I'm not really sure about this fact, but I want to be the first brown guy to go to Mars. I just want to be the first guy to go to Mars. I just want to be the, I just want to be, no, of course I'm not the first guy, but I just want to be one of the few people who've actually been to outer space and also because I want to see outer space. So I would, I would take the trip. I have no interest in that and that has nothing to be, that's nothing driven by heights. Well, okay. Some people could have fear of the unknown. That's what I'm saying. Fear of the unknown. You don't know what's out there. You, uh, you don't know what's out there. I know what's out there. I know that there's a facility. Space, space is out there. Photography. I know there's a TV at least with enough cable to but watch Blue Jays. Space games. is like a big, kind of like a, it's a void. Big space. Pool. It's like it's a, a void. It's like a big swimming pool almost. Huh? Not really. I'm a more scared pool. of the ocean than I am of space. I am more scared of the ocean more than space myself. But that's yeah. because there's. Okay, so okay, let me turn the tables. Yeah. I'm. I Musk. Yes. I say to you. We have this underwater hotel. No. No. That I want you to explore. Wait, wait, wait. Underwater hotel? Underwater hotel. Where and how far deep underwater? The deepest part of the ocean. Absolutely. Part of the ocean. Absolutely. Part of the ocean in the in the in the Indian Ocean, the southern Indian Ocean, right by Antarctica. No, it's cold. You okay? No one's asking you to swim to the bottom. You're gonna be taking. You're gonna be taking Wait, the, our transportation. There's absolutely no chance of it breaking or anything bad happening. Hmm? There's absolutely zero chance of anything breaking or cracking or whatever. You're asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you. I, I the only thing the only thing that's sure in life are death and taxes. That's the only thing. <laughs> death and taxes. Okay, so no, it's like you know. So I cannot guarantee power. that, but you know, I'm like, saying you know, like, that you will have the time of your life. No, you know, like the CN Tower, right? You know the glass floor. Yeah, let me finish what I'm it trying can to say. Like Forty hippos that could fit. Mm-hmm. Is it like something like that where it's like proven? Okay, it's safe. Or is it like, oh, we, we still don't know about this one? <laughs> well, listen, listen. Okay, hang on a second. Which one is it? If there's scientific fact that... It's safe? It's safe, then you I'll would go. go? I'll go. Okay, no. but if it's not been proven? No, why would I go? There are many well, people I, that I, would go. I'm not, I'm not Elon Musk's guinea pig. 
I'm not doing this. Let's see what this guy does on the trip. I'd rather go to Bali or somewhere like no, that. No, the thing Bali? Is, the thing is, I, yeah. I, the reason why is I, I don't like the ocean because, well, I, I'm always thinking of like a storm hitting and the waves rising really high. But if you're underwater. And then the then unknown then. creatures inside the ocean. That's the, that's the greatest thing. Because, Megalodon because, <laughs> because sea, creatures, sea creatures are just too wild. That's why I don't want to go down. Sea creatures are crazy. They're just too wild. They look too wild. Would they, you ever swim with sharks? Absolutely not. It depends what sharks. Great white sharks. No. Don't you wouldn't. They, you wouldn't swim with them. You know there are people that have swam with great good white sharks, and they're most likely. Actually, I'm not going to say it. No, you shouldn't say it, the, because it's it's an amazing thing. If you ever watch the Discovery Channel on Shark Week, you will see people swimming with great white sharks. I mean, look, I've pet and a and shark. by the way, they're not in cages. They're just swimming. I know. I know what a shark really is. with them. Mm-hmm. I said I've pet sharks before, like small little tiny sharks. Mm-hmm. I can swim with those. Yeah, why not? Let's go for a swim. But like big white, great white sharks. What if I start bleeding? You know, there is like then you'll be in trouble. The, the, prob- the, prob- the problem with the ocean is there's always creatures from other parts of the ocean keep circulating throughout the entire water. Orcas mass. are now, crazy. One example is there's the blue ringed octopus, which is a very tiny octopus, and apparently it's poison or, or it's venomous. Uh, it's venom is like a lot more toxic than cyanide, like highly toxic. And you can hardly even tell it's around you. Like, it's so small. Yeah. If you encounter it, you... And it can camouflage. Yeah, but, okay, but... It's these the... creatures, okay? Or stonefish. Creature... Sorry? Or a stonefish, which is also highly, like, poisonous. Okay. But it looks exactly like a rock. So okay. So you step on it, and there goes your life. Okay. Some of these creatures are only found under the sea. In parts of the world, not every part of the world will have one of those tiny octopuses. The blue ringed octopus. Octopusi? I have no idea how to spread. But the thing is... (laughs) Also, not every part of the ocean contains stonefishes. Stonefishies. Uh, Stonefishies. Stonefishies? Stonefishes. Stonefishes. I don't... I don't... I don't... Right? So... Australia. And same same is true for sharks. Australia. Same no, no, no. Sharks, sharks are everywhere. But the thing is, recently... Sharks are not everywhere. Orcas. <laughs> recently on the, the news, I've seen the water temperatures changing is causing sea creatures to move across the entire globe. They're going colder. They're going to different areas of the water. And for oh, this reason, fishermen are finding them in places they wouldn't usually find a fish. Which causes, like, the ecosystem, like, affects the ecosystem. Well, what does that have to do with your fear? No, I'm saying that you might end up seeing creatures you wouldn't see in one part of the ocean. But, wouldn't that be cool? No, it, uh, Animals most intrigue of, me, most but I have no cre- interest Most in of the world's creatures are in the ocean, and most of them, we have no knowledge about them. Yes, that's true. That's why. That's all the more reason why I would want to go. Yeah, but that's, because I would be discovering new things. What if you oh, go to the underwater but, but hotel, it's, it's the you open up your window, and there's a squid sucking on the window? No, but well, If uh, it's sucking on the window, let it suck the window. Who cares? I'm sitting inside comfortable. The, the, but, but like, well, I guess... I take a picture of it. <laughs> I'd say, hey, son, take a look at these suction cups. Uh, I guess That's the, what I would be I doing. Guess, I guess the reasoning is the fear of the unknown in the end. Fear of the unknown. There are too many I, I, unknowns. You know what? I'm not really all that afraid of the unknown. I, I think that that it's would so be actually be... I'm talking about nature as, nature's unknown. No, if you're walking in the forest, right? And like I said, first thing I said, walking in the forest in the middle of the night, you hear a... Something like that. <laughs> okay. That? <laughs> I don't know exactly. <laughs> you're you're going to be like, you're, you're going to be calm about this. You're going to be like, okay. Well, well, okay that's that's, that's not what noise. I mean by fear of the unknown, that's right? fear of the unknown. No, that's not what I'm referring to. I'm talking about going into either inner space or outer space. That's the unknown. Outer space, I'm afraid. Oh, like, okay. Going explore, exploration. Okay. Would you go if down you want to go into a would volcano. You, would, would you go into a volcano? No. Would you would you want to discover like at the foot of a mountain, a uh, foot of a volcano? Like step no. 
You're shaking your head. I'd no, go to no, a foot of the no. volcano. Why yeah. Not? Would you? Would you go down into Mount Etna? Go to Mount Etna. Would you go? Would you, you go to are a you cave? About, like from the inside of the volcano or from the outside? Well, outside. Go to the inside of the volcano. Okay, no, you can't survive. go inside a volcano. Inside a volcano. I'm talking about go to the. <laughs> no, I'm okay. talking about the outside of a volcano. Okay, then yeah, you would just to see the mag, uh, the magma. What is it called? Magma. Magma. Pi. Uh, magma. Magma. Yeah. Okay. Magma. But so, uh, yeah, the and then you can you know do exploration, right? But, but oh, would you down? Would you go into a dark cave? Just go ahead. You explore it. No. Elon Musk. <laughs> um, not without protective equipment. No, get your I would not equipment, go. Get your protective people. Yeah, go sure. Inside the sure. Cave. Why not? I think the reason why inner space is more scarier than outer space is because we know the dangers of nature a lot more than we know dangers in the outer space. Because in outer space, you don't even see much life as you do on Earth, like active life. Yeah, you're not gonna get killed outside. No, but in outer space, you don't see any. Like, yeah, but there's not gonna be a creature that comes after you. Be like, hey, yo. Let me open this. Yeah, exactly. The you, you see this only in the oceans. You, you see this yeah, on the, land. You see this in the in the water. You you'll see these creatures. What if you end up encountering a creature that looks like? What? what <laughs> no, no, no. The, what if what if you're in a hotel underwater and suddenly a creature <laughs> creature comes up to the glass and goes, "I'm gonna get you." I'm going to get you. <laughs> what would you do? A creature? Yeah, he starts communicating in English. And <laughs> what would you do? Okay, I don't think... I this think is becoming irrational. That's no. called an irrational fear. But in terms of but in terms of going into outer space, yeah. I think that if you go into deep space, yeah. that would be pretty awesome. That that's awesome. my that that's go my deep space. What are you gonna do in deep space? Just sit there? Like, I bet you're gonna be tired of all that uh, stuff. I, I want to go because it feels like I'm progressing in some direction. In the ocean, I just know there's a bottom, but I don't want to meet what's at the bottom. <laughs> no, but that's we've seen the bottom before. It's we've not like when have you when have you have ever have seen the bottom? You've seen the bottom we, of the ocean. I'm saying we as a people have seen the bottom. No, of the ocean. no, no actually, you know what? No, no, no. James Cameron. James Cameron went to the bottom of the Marianas Trench. Okay. That's not the that, that, okay. I'm it's saying, I, listen. Pressure is too high at the bottom. I'm saying that there are areas in the world on the bottom of the world's oceans that have never been explored. Yes, of course. Okay? I'm saying the most deepest part of the ocean has been explored. James Cameron, would which isn't that much deep as the rest of what? It's not as deep as the ocean actually is, though. It's only, I don't know how much, but I know it's not as it's and it's not anywhere deep. Well, it's not anywhere as deep as what the ocean really is, you know. It, the the weird part is the deeper they go, it's the complete blackness. But you find these bigger creatures. Imagine there's mermaids. That's made up by humans. How do you know? Well, where did it originate? Ireland. Actually, if, it, if it originated somewhere that. near the surface of the water and you still don't see any mermaids near the surface of the water. What are they downstairs? Oh, downstairs, under the, like, <laughs> downstairs, like deep, yeah. deep into the water. What if there's a oh. society of mermaids? Okay, now, the, see, now, the, 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 this is what we call irrational fear. It's not this a fear. Is, I was that'd be cool. It's kind of a, also an irrational discussion. We're getting into an area where it's just fantasy, really. But, okay, let, 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 let me... Let me ask you a different question. Mm. Still based on fear. Would you base your decision making on fear? Yes. You would? Yes. Okay. Wait, wait, what do you mean? Okay. Um, Give me an example. Say your education. Fear? Yeah. Fear that... If I don't do this, I may not get a job. If I don't study this, I may not have a career. Okay, this is how I approach it. Because right? I'm in a, a field where there's a lot of portfolio building. And more than a degree, people want to see what you've done and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of the time, I'll fear doing something that I'm... Whole, my, maybe I'm not ready for this etc 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 right mm -hmm. but i don't let the fear stop me in fact i let the fear okay if I'm, if I'm afraid of a that probably means it's probably a good decision for me that means i'm taking a step forward mm -hmm. you know what i mean 
Mm-hmm. So in that sense, yeah, I'll let fear dictate me, but I'll I'll kind of follow the fear almost so, instead of running away from it. So basically, I won't let the fear control me, but I will let it direct me. Exactly. But, but it, it's because as someone like myself, I have a lot of experience with failure and losses. I don't usually have like a lot of wins. If I went into my past and talked about my grades or events of my life, I'm usually used to not winning or used to not succeeding in something. I'm used to always the counterpart, the failure. So I, I, since I'm used to it, I have a little bit of direction in terms of like how I can guide my future. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I because I have so many like lows to see a high is very rare. It helps me a little bit. It like narrows down the pathway for me. It guides my possibilities. It makes it easier for me to navigate around something that might make me n- not ir- like irrationally fearful because I know like what might happen. Like I have a I have a sense of direction because of it. Because of it. So this is this is what you I guess what you would call positive fear. I guess. Yeah, so that's true. It's, it's a positive. Stem- it's helping you. It's helping guide your future. Yeah, it fear, stems from a negative background, but it leads to a positive direction. Mm. Fear, yeah. fear. Uh, it kind of shows. It directs you to where you kind of need to take a leap of faith. Yes, but also where you should never take a leap of faith into. Like, yeah, I mean, there's yeah. stuff that you should never. Ever, yeah, you shouldn't. There's yeah. a there's a there's a risk to reward ratio, right? Mm. And fear helps you balance that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right? If there's no... If you're not afraid of something enough, I mean, probably it's maybe not... It's probably yeah. too easy. Yeah, if you're not afraid of something enough, it's probably something that didn't either leave that much of an impression on you or didn't really affect you and your growth as much. But I don't think growth... Growth doesn't always... is not always based on fear or experiences. Like, mm. well, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. So, like, a lot of artists... Right? Mm-hmm. They live, like, in a small town in, like, Saskatchewan. I'll give you an example. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, if you want a success in your career, you probably can't stay there. You probably need to move to, like, a bigger city, something like that, right? But you're probably afraid of that. Oh, I've never been to on my own. I'm a big city, stuff like that, right? Now, that is a good thing. That means you're taking a big enough of a step where it's causing you a little bit of fear, mm-hmm. that means that, okay, this is a leap of faith. I need to take this leap in order to get myself to the next level. So it's right? for personal growth. It's for yeah. personal growth. Now, if you just decide to stay in your city, there's no fear associated. Now, that means that you it's a little too easy for you. Right well, now. no, it could be a good idea to just stay where you are. I mean, it depends. It depends. No, but a good way to explain this would be someone deciding to go into a higher profession because they think it'll help with their job security but in reality they would not be able to like accomplish that goal like say if you think you're not good at something or you know you're not good at something but you decide i have to do this otherwise i might not have a safe job but you have other options available to you but you decide to take this route anyway because you think it'll secure your future that's not a good way to let your fear control you that's not a good way to let your fear direct you i mean Mm. Yeah. Or like uh, even, you know, like you miss all the shots you don't take. Mm-hmm. That's right? another downside to the. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like you can miss some shots, but if you don't take the shot, how you know? You're talking yeah. about regret. Regret, right? You, if, without fear, fear of regret. Fear of regret. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, for example, say you didn't ask for that raise. Or in fear of what would my boss say. Sometimes you just yeah. gotta ask. For me, right? I, d- I don't think I've had fear or regrets of not doing something. I'm, I, I've been described by my by teachers before as someone who takes a lot of like risky moves, even though I encounter a lot of failure. So I'll I'll do something if because I I'm thinking to myself if I don't do this, I don't know what might happen. Like I I might have a positive result if I do something mm-hmm. risky. So I, I've been known to take a lot of risky moves, even though I've encountered a lot, a lot of failures. You know, of course, once in a while it pays off. So, so that's that's one thing. With it's, it's a good uh, thing to take like risks and not let fear control you. So. Okay. Well. Um, yeah. I mean, it's also it's good for career shaping. Fear. Yeah. Yeah. Because if because sometimes career shaping and self growth. Because sometimes. In order to move a career forward, 
it's important to have that little fear in you by taking challenges, right? right? Challenges, fear of failure, but you still have to take that challenge. Yeah. And if you are able to conquer that challenge, that just makes you feel better, gives you more confidence and take that extra, you know, effort to take on the next challenge. And, and if you fail, you can't tell yourself that you didn't try. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Then, then there's no fear of regret then. Yeah. Exactly. It's, yeah. Mm. I think that um, to summarize, I would say that fear can be a healthy thing um, because it can guide a person uh, making decisions that will shape one's life uh, for the positive. Um Fear can also be negative in that a person can be afraid to even move anywhere in life. They're just they're just too afraid. Um, so we have to somehow create a balance between the positive and the negative so that in the end whatever decisions we make are good for ourselves good for our families and good for others in general would you agree yeah. yes